Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to You Kind of Had to Be There. I'm Colette Fidrich, and I'm here with my lovely podcast host, Andrea Capitalupo. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, we have some big news today. I don't know if we sound a little different to you, but we got new mics. So we now have official microphones. So, you know, we were we were thinking we needed a little bit of help in the audio department. So we bought these new mics or Andrea bought them on Amazon and uh, we're testing them out today. So bear with us because they're kind of hard to hold. I know you guys can't see me, but you're way too close to it. You're way too close to it. It's supposed to sit on your table. I, I feel like I'm God, leaning. Everybody over. has a stand. <laughs> she should be <laughs> using the stand. But also, Liz bought her own and I bought our, my own. We are independent women. Um, yes. But you showed me, you sent me the link. So I'm giving you credit. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, so this, so thanks, Colette. I'm so honored to be here on the show with you again. We have had some great guests. We've also had some just, you know, relaxing periods away from the pod. But I think with these microphones, we're just going to be way more consistent and just shock you all with our deep thoughts, our grudges of the week, and the meat that we're going to bring. We're going to bring that meat heat. Ooh, meat heat. That meat heat energy. Big heat. Um, big yeah, heat I feel energy. a little bit more official. Yeah, I do too. All right. Well, this week for news of the week, we're a little bit delayed here, but the three things we're going to talk about are Tom Brady getting hammered at the Super Bowl, the free Britney movement, and... Texas being completely frozen solid. We didn't talk about this, but I think we should just mention it. And Ted Cruz being in Cancun. <laughs> and Ted Cruz having like a full mullet. And I'm loving all the memes where his hair is braided on his head. Have you seen those? Like, you know, when those kids went to Jamaica and they yeah. get their hair braided. Yeah, he's, I think he's having a post midlife crisis because I think he's a little past his midlife. But I watched SNL this morning because I can, we can never stay up for it. And Colin Jost made a joke. He said, Tom Cruise's face looks like it's being reclaimed by nature. And I thought that was Ted Cruise's face. Because he is, he's not aging well. Yeah. He's not he aging Tom well. Tom Cruise. Which oh, I did. Yeah, you know, which his <laughs> face is like going in the opposite direction. Like he's getting he's getting so much work done. He looks young, but yeah, Ted Cruz. It, he he, he, he does like a wax like, figure. He does seem like New York in I Am Legend. You know, like covered in like grass that's untamed. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. Oh God, is well, that the whatever. Will Smith movie? Yeah, it's a Will Smith movie. Okay, so I saw all these videos. I didn't Tom see Brady. Tom, but I was. And I was like, you are drunk. I thought it was awesome. He threw the, the Heinzman trophy, like from, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. From one boat to the other. No, it's the Lombardi trophy. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. Sports have never been my forte. <laughs> we quit. We quit. The Heisman <laughs> is for college. Oh, okay. Well, I don't even know how I knew that. That was so deep in the boroughs of my mind. And you, you, had, a, you had two options and you went with because <laughs> the wrong one and that's okay. if you're that's looking for a sports podcast look somewhere else <laughs> not it anyway so i do know about tom brady and how he doesn't eat um nightshades which i didn't even know nightshades were a thing but like eggplants and like i think i don't know what other i honestly can't. anything with any acidity he doesn't he doesn't eat anything but greens 
chicken and like raw fish, grilled chicken and raw fish. And that's it. I, I think that's it. Well, I what a that. life. I mean, that's going to suck for him, but he chose it. So anyway, the fact that he does that, he doesn't eat cheese. He doesn't eat eggplant, but he drinks beer and gets drunk at, at this like boat parade with Gronk. Like I thought it was pretty funny, you know, but yeah. I've heard some other like rumors that that was all a fucking sham. But I mean, why would you want a person manhandling you if you weren't actually drunk? You know what I mean? I, okay. Here's my quick thought. I love Tom Brady just, you know, like everyone does. And again, I feel even, I feel very connected to him because obviously I was living in Boston when he won all the Super Bowls for the Patriots, but then I moved to Tampa and then he, he moved to Tampa. So it's like, I was saying this to Mike too. Oh my God. Talk about not, not a big sports fan, but the parades are wasted on me. I have seen so many goddamn parades from championships and I don't care that much like don't hurt me but like I literally I when the parades were in Boston they drove right by where I used to work and then the ones in Tampa are right by where I live they're just it's like it's sad I should trade lives with like an eight-year-old boy Yo, you know but I have it's to just, say the Bruins parade we went coming. to that one was actually good because it was in the summer oh. but these ones are in the winter so it's like I mean, maybe it's different in Tampa, but the Bruins parade was the it's only one I actually like. I still have anxiety thinking on that, thinking back on that day, trying to get back on the train. It was horrific, but that was fun. That was fun, but very crowded. <laughs> <laughs> so about Tom Brady, what you said, I did hear that he was not actually drunk, that he was promoting someone's tequila and he thought it would be funny to pretend to be wasted, but I could be wrong. I don't know, dude. I feel like I saw him drink beers and it's so hot there and he was on the boat for hours. He's got to be dehydrated. And hammered. Like he has to be hammered. <laughs> Get no? those. Be- <laughs> I thought you meant the beers were going to help him hydrate. No, I mean like beers dehydrate you. I don't know. I it, To me, it was like kind of cute that Tom Brady got drunk and also like him and Gronk were on the boat. But if it wasn't real... That's fine. I'm okay with it. They're cute, Gronk and Tom. Yeah, they really are. Um, all right, next on the list was Free Britney. What do you think of it? Oh, did you watch the the documentary? documentary? Jinx. Yes, I did. And I have a lot of thoughts. So my first thought is why in the fuck is it so hard to get out of a conservatorship? What the fuck? Like, why is she even in it in the first place? Like, again, a, a bunch of people were posting about this, but, you know, a lot of people have done a hell of a lot worse than shave their head and hit a car with a golf club that didn't even cause any damage. And they're nowhere near a conservatorship. And she has been in one since 2007. Like, and the woman is the mo- one of the, arguably one of the most successful celebrities ever, like performance-wise, saw you know singing dancing the whole kit and caboodle and she is literally being ripped apart limb from limb like literally they're using her for her money for her performances and her dad is just like you know bankrupting her hand over fist and real quick but I heard she can't even she doesn't even have access to her phone 
or her yeah, money. I've, I've heard that too. I mean, I, I didn't watch the whole documentary. I started the first episode and then got distracted with other, other stuff, but I've been reading some of the news and it's just like crazy. Like when you think about 2007, like that was legitimately 15, almost 15 years ago. And she's now like 38 years old. And when it happened, she I was what, 26. Like, no, oh, that's really yeah. bad. 23, dude. She's 23 <laughs> years old. Yeah. It, even so, the whole thing to me is shocking. Like, the Kevin Federline of it all, the paparazzi of it all. Like, just no one was looking out for Britney. And now it's, like, a little too late. I mean, come on, people. You know? Why didn't this documentary come out in, like, 2010? What are we doing? Yeah. And also I like, I'm just annoyed that everyone's like, oh, the media did this to her. And like, Justin Timberlake did it to her. Like so many people did it to her. And like, why did we allow that? You know, like who cares that in 2021, you're doing a documentary about it. Like you were part of the problem, even the New York times, everyone was part of the problem. I know. Back then. Do you follow her on Instagram? Yes the whole thing with her Instagram and the subliminal messages, like, yeah, it's so crazy, but we're kind of, we, as a society, we act like, Oh, it's no big deal, but it's like, so fucking scary. She like, looks somebody's gotta go the get videos that too. Like she looks like she's not okay. Yeah. Like I know that's like, Oh, wear yellow tomorrow. If you're unhappy or whatever in the comments <laughs> and she actually did it. Yeah. Like, she's got those angles too I mean she must be hanging that camera from like the ceiling I don't know it's just just bizarre you know what's sad too is like in the documentary she was like no one talks about like men doing this in their videos no one asks men if they have a boyfriend like even when she was on Mickey Mouse she was like not even 10 or maybe she wasn't 12 someone was like do you have a boyfriend like why are you asking a small girl that she's like so gross and even with baby one more time we forget she was only 16 like remember us at 16 <laughs> like we were not making music videos yeah. or at least music videos that more than two people were gonna see like it's <laughs> just I just feel for her like I don't know I don't think she ever got a chance to grow up normally yeah yeah she definitely didn't um we're here for you girl yeah, I really, I wish, I mean, we're like justice for the band geeks, geeks and justice for Britney. Like, always. I keep saying I, I, it. Yeah. I, I let, I mean, she also wanted this her whole life, too. Like, she, even from like six, she wanted to be a performer and singer. And she was an amazing singer, too. Like, no one gives her credit for that. Yeah. And her stage presence. I was saying when Mike and I watched it, I'm like, no one has the stage presence this woman has. Like, her charisma is insane that's why she's so good she's yeah. so good I could yeah. talk about Britney all day so but what's your favorite Britney song oh man that's a, oh, there's so many albums I want to get in the zone I want to get in the zone no I don't know um yeah me against the music I liked that era her in the zone album was sneaky fire like mm-hmm. there were a lot of good hits on there but um I don't know what was yours I'll think about it I don't know but what came to me was toxic I fucking love that song yeah I can do a like 
when in the baby one more time when she's like up bad bad how I was, was it that's so now i used to listen to um what's the one the spaceship one music video i used to listen to that one in my attic is that oh baby one more time no it's not oops I, uh, that one yes that one oops i, I can't believe you called it the spaceship video no because she's wearing like a red spacesuit and she's like we're not gonna make in the middle they break and it's like they're not gonna make it like like they're I, my accent is Ooh, nice accent no i'm into it i mean no there's like some accent and they're like goodbye <laughs> you're not gonna make it that one and uh, so what actually happens i just did some research on it is that in the middle of a music video britney spears she is on mars talks to this guy and he gives her a gift and she says but I thought the old lady dropped it and it went to the bottom of the sea. And he was like, yeah, I went and got it for you. So for whatever reason, I had a weird accent about it, but interesting little tidbit. Also, I'm a slave for you. I love that one. That album too. Yeah. And the song that's like, oh my life could be so overprotected. Oh my God, that song was fire and I was like yeah Brittany like um I don't want to be overprotected either okay <laughs> hey. whoa and now today she's so overprotected I know well I think you know that was a foreshadowing of what was to come she knew yikes oh god Brittany we're with you we really are um all right cool so the <laughs> other thing was Texas I just like I mean climate change is real like all that ice and also, the, the whole problem with their energy. Mm. Um, Keep saying I have lots of thoughts today. <laughs> Do you want to share your thoughts? This is definitely the, the avenue for them. I think to your point about climate change is real, you know, you always hear the pushback. Oh, it's snowing, you know, where's the climate? Where's the global warming? Where's the climate change? And it's like, okay, like, has this ever happened before? No. And I was reading an article about how the polar or whatever, I'm not a scientist, clearly the Arctic circle, when it warms, you know, those air flows start to come in or go South. I don't know. You, you're smarter than me. You can explain it, but whenever weather patterns are different from what they've been for years and years and years, obviously there's a problem. Yeah. Well, so what happens is as the temperature in the, the atmosphere increases because of climate change and um, you know, that will cause, you know, the, the, you know, ice and, um, snow. Yeah. Ice and snow. But what do we call the things that the Titanic hit? Icebergs. Icebergs are melting (laughs) and they're causing, causing obviously the sea level to rise a little bit, but as the temperature increases, there's an increase in more extreme weather events. So we don't talk about this as much, but, um, there's a belief that as the, the temperature of earth increases more bacterias and viruses that have been dormant will come alive which could be relevant today but all this to say i mean climate change has been a problem for a long time and i actually studied um political science um with a with a focus in climate policy it's it's actually really sad how um climate change will actually affect more low income and um, I mean, people who have money can move away. And also right. like the pollution from China 
actually like because of the wind patterns will look for for airspace that it can like filter into by the way i'm not a scientist so please tell me if i'm wrong but that's why some of that like nasty pollution air will end up in like the desert in africa where there is no fucking um like you know gases from burning plastics you know that, yeah. that 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 stuff ends up in different parts of the world i'm not saying just africa but so a lot of times the people that feel the brunt of your negative like climate action are not the people that are creating it it's the other people in the world and that's why we need such like a global system but what happened in texas is sad because and i don't i don't want to say texas being texas because i don't want to be like anti-texas however texas decided they didn't want to be part of the interstate electrical um and energy system that yeah. all the united states has i don't know if you've seen those maps yeah i have yeah so basically they're totally fucked like usually if if like something happens in the northeast corridor like whole northeast corridors down down another state can kind of like you know jingle the bells help. and help yeah you. and texas right. like is all by itself and it's like we're a federal government for a re- like we have federal government and federal resources for a reason and we should participate and be a United States versus like everybody but Texas, you know? Oh. Texas pride, man. I mean, I'm not hating on them either, but I've heard they've got a lot of pride and they've got, they also elected Ted Cruz again. I just can't with him too funny. Yeah. I mean, not funny at all, but like there was the only good thing about that was there was so much good meme content on the internet that day. I know there was so much good it was like I love so how it was like much. all senators memes these year this year I mean I feel like when we were young it was like never a politician you would never know like a politician in any any sort of like cartoon or whatever but it's like Bernie Sanders Ted Cruz the kids today are so much more woke than we ever were they're very woke and they they've kind of figured it out you know like the gig is up we know yeah. it's you <laughs> yeah we, we do we know who it is we know um, who's coming from Wait, I wanted to hear, I, I know you sent me a message about this, um, that you had some some news for the, of hot news, water. the of news portion hot of the show. Yeah, exactly. Like, tell us about your maintenance people. You said you had some maintenance issues. I hope I hope your toilet was flushing. Let's <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, no, everything's fine with the toilet. But, um, okay, so real quick, we got, so the other night I was like watching a movie and Mike was in the living room and we got a knock on our door and the neighbors downstairs were like, oh, there's a leak in our ceiling. So it's gotta be from you. And we were like, well, our toilet's working fine. And it was over by like where the guest room is. And we're like, we haven't had a guest in over a year. It's COVID. Like no one's used that shower or bathroom. So the next day they came up again and they're like, you need to get somebody to check this out. And it turns out we needed a new water heater. And I was like, okay, whatever, this sucks. So everyone and their grandmothers, like, you know, knocking on the door, all the maintenance people are coming in. And there was like eight people in the condo, like helping us out. You know, we're new homeowners. We have no idea how anything works. So the people, the maintenance people that were here, you know, they're, they work primarily with our condo. So they know a lot of people here. So I'm like, okay, Joe, like he, you know, talking to him and he's like telling me, oh, there's minimal damage and everything should be fine. And I'm like, well, can you go down to the neighbors below us and have them, you know, fix, you know, just make sure everything's good with them. And, you know, we'll help them out and reason with them. And he goes, oh yeah, 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 no problem. 
And then he goes, wait, is that 5.33? And I was like, yeah, we're 6.33, they're 5.33. And he goes, oh no, oh no, no, no. <laughs> like no. legit, his face just like dropped. And this guy's like a 70 year old man. I'm like, Joe, what's wrong? Like, who are these people? And he's like, I'm not, I've been banned from that condo. And I was like, well, why? And he's like, well, that woman needed like painting done in her condo. And I sent my painter down there and she tried to pay for her, for the paint services with sex. No, (laughs) no. And she like, I apparently that she wasn't taking no for an answer. And so then so then I was like, well, Joe, what'd you do? And he was like, um, again, this guy's like 70. He's like, well, then I went down there and she put the moves on me. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, Mike, you're not going down there. I was like, you're staying up here. But she had already came to the door and I'm like, what? I was like, was she attractive? He's like, oh, well, she was like in her mid fifties. And I'm like, oh my God. So anyway, it was funnier in person, but if anything, it That's made insane. me- That is so funny. It was the first time I had, I had had people over. They weren't over. They were the maintenance people, but it was the first time I had people in the condo in a year. It felt like a party, but they had to be here. But I, I laughed so hard. I was like, this is why I need comedy back in my life. Like it was too funny. Yeah. That could have been anyway, a big, it was big a party. That's hilarious. It was a big party. Yep. But, um, so that was a little bit of about my week. So how did it get resolved? Oh, the end of the story is very boring. She was a, she was very bitchy about it. And we had to go through insurance. So it was a battle Royale, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Sadly. <sighs> well, so that can be, that can be my grudge of the week is neighbors that are insane. I don't yeah. know if you want to tell me your grudge of the week. My grudge of the oh. week is, um, I mean, this is a big ass grudge, but like the whole beauty industry that preys on me because Mm. I will buy literally whatever serum I will buy whatever moisturizer I will buy the oil I will buy the creams I'll buy it all okay I will buy the retinol oil I will buy the cooling fucking thing the ice roller for my face the the jade roller talk to me about the jade roller after just because I'll tell you once I'm off this grudge but you know what fuck all this shit I don't want it. I mean, I want my skin to look better, but I just, I don't know what order I'm supposed to put it on my fucking face. (laughs) And then I end up like having a phone call. I look at my phone and it's covered in like six colors of different types of grease and like powder. And I don't even wear makeup. I just wash my face. And my most recent purchase was I I had some blackheads. I've got the mask me thing. So this is like both, both the beauty, a grudge about the beauty industry and about um mask me because like I can't I'm I'm 30 year old woman or whatever child I'm young at heart but I have mask me like I don't even know like a 13 year old like I have so much acne on my face that I've never had before and I'm plagued with it because every time I put on a mask it comes back and it's just like terrible so I buy all this shit spend way too much money on it and most recently I saw an ad or I watched some guy on TikTok about this blackhead removing mousse that you could only get in South Korea. Okay. So I bought it and it's like a foam you put on your face, you rub it in 
and then it like soaks into your pores and all the blackheads come out supposedly long story short i bought this stupid stuff from korea and it's like if you rub it on your face then all your you look at your hands and your blackheads will come out but oh my god yeah but if you accidentally just rub it into your hands beforehand you'll notice it looks like blackheads in your hands so i think it was just a fucking scam <laughs> and it's just like it's so many levels of like i want to stop buying this stuff but i can't stop buying it because i'm like i want my skin to look amazing yeah my face and i don't know what order to put it in i don't want to keep spending all this money but i also like weirdly like all the weird creepy things like the like south korean like blackhead remover foam. <laughs> love it so I just don't know how to live and I wish I had like four or five good products that I liked but instead I just like I buy them all I I'm that way with my hair even though I have super thin hair that can't be fixed but I buy all this shit and it's none of it helps and it and I agree all the products like it gives me anxiety yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't need all of this. Like, please stop. Like it, it opens the door to like a never ending list of things you need. Yeah, seriously. And I just wish someone would tell me like, what is the appropriate order to go into? Like I sometimes put in this serum and that serum and should I be doing it the same every single day? I've should never I be mixing them together? What is this serum? I <laughs> use, I use this, this app. It's, it's like, actually so I use the vitamin c serum from naturopathica which I really love and then I use a haldronic acid which is like a real it sounds weird but it's like a moisturizing stuff from the ordinary and then I usually put on my moisturizer but I don't know if that's the right way to do it and then I usually put on like some like dewy glossier stuff oh and then some other like random oils throughout the day like I don't know if I'm supposed to keep doing it or what I heard the oil goes on last because it locks it all in. Yeah. That's yeah, what so I heard. I don't know. I mean, it's just like, I wish that there was like an easy, like step-by-step -step guide. And I, I don't want to like read a fucking million articles about it. I just want, I just wanted to know, like, just like beer before beer before wine, you never been sicker. I don't know if that's right. No, I, just, I want for liquor. You're you never been sicker. Liquor beer before liquor. You're liquor. never been sicker. Like, okay. That is the thing I can't remember. Like, <laughs> like hydronic acid before moisturizer, you're always moisturized. Or it rhymes with acid. Yeah. Something, could someone come up with that? Because I need it. Andrea is, uh, needs help with her beauty uh, regimen. So calling all beauty <laughs> influencers, please. Oh yeah. Uh, and then that. retinol cream, you're not, you're supposed to put on, a, put on a face with like nothing on it. Like Andrea, like, you're too young for retinol cream. No, I'm Isn't not. That for like 50 plus. No, it's, you should be using it starting at like 24, honey. What is it? Is it for your eyes? I keep thinking of retina. No, it's for, <laughs> by the way, we are definitely not experts on this. I'm pretty no. sure it's for your wrinkles. And I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I'm pretty sure it's retinol cream. No, you don't need it, Andrea. You don't need it. I'm older than you and I don't have wrinkles yet. Yeah. And I don't use Florida. wrinkle cream. I no, know. I do have it. I, I have wrinkles, but anyway, so that's my grudge of the week. And I, oh, I know it's long. Know. Oh my God. I can't. Okay. Well, that's a good grudge of the week, but just so you know, you don't have wrinkles. Thank you. That was the sweetest thing. That was like a Valentine's gift. Whoa. whoa the sweetest thing. 
So, Colette, I feel like it's time to go into the meat of the week. Mm-mm. What kind of meat are we eating today? You can pick. Even though you've gone vegan. On uh, I haven't gone vegan. I just, I try to eat less meat. But I'm going to go with fried chicken. Until Friday comes. What? Sorry. <laughs> fried chicken. Oh, well, that sounds vegan enough to me. Some good fried chicken. Mm. Yeah, I love fried chicken. Yeah. Oh, nothing better than a. Have we done fried chicken before? Should we do a different meat? No, I don't think we chose it. I think we were just like on a tangent about Popeyes or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, fried chicken sounds good to me. Yeah, and and I'll take a fried chicken sandwich. I will take fried chicken on the bone. Mm. I'll take anything, but as long as there's just like just really bready, crispy parts of it. So good. Where where is your favorite place to get fried chicken? Just not anywhere in the world. I don't know. Honestly, I mean, I did after we had the episode order my whole family Popeyes and we got like the family pack and for the price, you can't really beat it. Popeyes fried chicken is really good, but that chicken from Popeyes. yeah, Popeyes is good, but I think my favorite is like, there's this place in Brooklyn near my old office that had the best fried chicken like it was like one of their lunch specials and I used to just go there and do work and eat the fried chicken and rice and kimchi. It was like a, it was like Korean fried chicken, which is, which, which is usually really good. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It was really good. Um, sorry. I didn't mean to go off tangent, but yeah. So for the meat of the week, I think we were going to talk careers today, weren't we a little bit? Yeah. I think we're going to talk about, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Careers. Just stories about our our jobs. Yeah, and we made it. We make it sound so exciting. Um, Just with everything going on in the stock market recently and in the economy, you know, I've been getting a lot of questions about, you know, stuff uh, in regards to investing and whatnot. And it's, I don't know. I just, I don't know about you, but I watched a lot of that Reddit. GameStop Reddit hearing. Yeah. Yeah. That was was insane. But it also showed like truly how much the retail investor is. What's the word I'm looking for? Fucked. Fucked is a good word, but (laughs) also um, underestimated. Underestimated. Yeah. True. Um, That's kind of the word I was going for. But. but yeah, so Andrea and I work in finance. So I don't know. I just I, I just feel like investing should be something that is much more um, approachable and easily accessed than it is. And there's there's just not enough options or education for the everyday person yeah. to get knowledge on on what's going on. And it's scary. Yeah. And I, I, um, as far as my job, I actually don't work in finance. I work in public relations, but I did do, I did work in finance a long time ago, but no, it's fine. But I do want to talk about something that happened to me related to finance, um, in the last like week. So I have a 401k through my company and, um, basically now that this is like my third big job, this is my third 401k because none of them fucking work together and you have to like 
either leave one in one place or roll them over and deal with all this tax information. And yeah, I rolled this 401k over from my other company and basically there weren't many options. You could choose like literally like a bespoke portfolio or you could choose something else. And, and oh, it was like three choices of the bespoke portfolio, like aggressive, um, moderate, or like really not aggressive. And I forget what that, like mild maybe. At my old agency, I was able to invest in specific mutual funds that I wanted. And like, and like we had a financial advisor and she was just like, she was like fine, but she was like this brother-in-law. She was somehow related to our CEO. And I asked her, I was like, could we get some like alternative funds on this you know, list for the 401k, like options. We had like really not many options for mutual funds that you could select. And probably spooked her to death. (laughs) I did. No one, she said no one had ever asked her a question. Yeah. In all the meetings. And, you know, I work with all these awesome and smart and intelligent women that Mm -hmm. we were all doing, you know, travel PR and no one ever asked her a question. So whatever, that 401k was fine. I have now since put it over into my current 401k and I had three options. Like aggressive, whatever, and something else, all bespoke portfolios. And then I realized like recently, I was like, I can't see what I'm invested in at all. Like I have no idea what, this, Awful. what yeah. all I could see was that I was like earning a dividend mm-hmm. and that I was also paying a fee that was about the same price as the dividend. And it was every single month. And I was like, what the fuck is this fee? That's like happening all the time. Like constantly, usually you have like annual fee or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when you buy and trade, I get, there's this like a fee, but I couldn't even see what mutual fund it was in. So I finally called, called them on Friday night. And I was like, this is such a weird story, but I feel like it's so relevant. No, I it, like, what I, is I'm this? about to go off. After I, I'm about to go off too. I was pissed. I was like, what is this bespoke portfolio I'm in? And they were like, oh, like it's actually a robo advisor that's like advising for you. No, no one no. is managing those funds. Oh no. And I was like, okay. I mean, it's only been in there for, I just, no, but it's just, it's fucked that they're charging a fee for that. The fee was super high too. I was like, what's the yeah. fee? Like, what's the fee? It's not like, it's not like a basis point. It's like 5%. It wasn't like 0.05. And remember it was people, that's, the fees eat into your returns. That They're eating your retirement money. Right. Like, and so I was like, excuse me, I don't understand why this was so, like, why was this so forced down my throat? And I was like, I also keep trying to like allocate into other funds. And it says I have hundred percent in bespoke portfolio for aggressive investors and I was like I don't understand why this is this way and she was like okay well I can't like advise you on anything but I can tell you you are paying much higher fees if you were to like be self-directed so I was like okay I want to move my whole 401k out of this how do I get out of it and then I had to press all these buttons while she was on the phone to like self-direct my portfolio and basically what I did was I just like looked at all the funds they had, looked them up on Morningstar, saw what the ratings were, the 10-year performance. And that's how I basically decided what to, to invest in, which is what I did at my old agency. But I honestly was just like, I don't know. I hope you added some pioneer have, funds. No, there was no pioneer. No, there were no options for pioneer. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So it was just like shitty. And like, I actually feel like I know a good amount of money um, about uh, investing. And at my first company, we were an asset manager. So we had a bunch of different funds and I invested in one fund, the gateway fund, which did amazing. So my first 401k like blew my second 401k out of the water. It was just like silly. So now I only have one 401k and it was all in this, this bespoke portfolio. So I was pretty pissed. 
but it's not like I was losing money. I just was like paying very high fees and I didn't even realize it until I finally like woke up and spent some time looking at it. So yeah, that's not to sound preachy, but people, you got to know what you own. It's so important and you need to have control over what you own and investing is going to make or break you. I mean, if you're not investing or you're not, if you're not contributing to your 401k, it's eating away your retirement dollars. It's the difference between a rowboat <laughs> and a yacht. It, it's like, if you don't know, if you had, if you think you don't care, it doesn't matter. It's not true. Like you need, you did the right thing, but so many people are very intimidated by the industry and the Wall Street, like words that companies use and you know, the Wall Street uses to really keep people out and to keep people intimidated and to keep people in the dark. And it ain't right. I mean, any, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to recommend anything, but I mean, honestly, come and talk to me, but you, it's so important, you know, what you own and And it's so much better than cash, like all around. And also like, let's just talk about a mutual fund for a quick second. Like yeah. So basically people can buy, if you have Robinhood, you can buy stocks um, and cryptocurrencies. You can buy a bunch of different things through. I don't think they have, I don't think they have funds on there. You might have some ETFs, but I don't think they do. If they do, it's, it would be news to me. But so you, those are just general securities and Colette knows more of this than I do. But if we could talk about mutual funds for a second, like where I was in this, like I sell them, Colette sells them, but the mutual fund is like, there's one person or there's a team of people that are thinking about how to invest all of your money. It's like, it's like, as if you were going to have a doctor, like you'd want a doctor to decide how to distribute like, or to, to care for a person who they have a problem. Right. So if people are trying to like invest money, you don't want to just give it to like a random person, get someone whose whole job it is to invest. Like they get everybody's money together and they it's a mutual benefit if everybody invests in this one fund and then there's this team of people that research and do all the you know disclosure shit with all these other companies and they invest in you know like anywhere from I don't know 10 to hundreds 200 companies and they put people's money there because they've actually done the due diligence whereas like we are just sitting here like investing in one or two stocks and hoping to cut, make it big. And that's great. We do our own due diligence, but it's this people, these people's job every day to manage mutual funds, you know? And I think that is like, that alone should be an argument for you to want to put stuff in a mutual fund. That's such a, that's an incredible analogy because usually the pushback I get is, well, mutual funds have higher fees, but it's like, you're paying a little bit more for their expertise. Yeah. And to your point, like if you needed your, a knee replacement, would you pay like, I mean, obviously they're expensive, but would you pay a hundred dollars to go to the real doctor or $50 or like $75 to go to like, um, like a Joe Schmo on the street? Like it doesn't, you're so right. Like you got to, you're paying for expertise and it matters. And over the long term, they, you know, they know what they're doing. So they make better decisions over time and they're yeah. right they're going to be right about it way more than someone who knows nothing about what's going on in the market yeah and, and it's like a robo advisor too if you do it like versus so they have so a lot of people talk about active versus passive um investments so like a passive investment is not managed by anyone that's like that's like a like a 
right? Colette, what's a, a ETM, yeah. like they, there, there's no, there's no person in charge. It's locked it. in, you know, you, they, there's like 10 stocks or whatever, and they're locked yeah. in. So if one stock is doing badly, that ETF doesn't have someone there monitoring it saying, we need to sell this and get you out of it. It's exactly go down and you're going to be at the mercy of it. Yeah. So if you go back to like the knee analogy, it's like this. So for like, for free, you can do your knee yourself, which is like you yeah, that's investing better. on Robinhood, right. you know, and, and like the returns could be great. You could like, you could hit big and your knee could be fine, <laughs> but like chances are really slim, but yeah. like still fun to play. Now for like a hundred bucks, you could have a random guy do it and hope that they and he took like two two med school classes but dropped out yeah or he even you know he even like he actually has a formula and he sets it up for you but it's the same formula he uses on every single me you know he's just like yeah yeah, that's better it's like a a computer on it or whatever we're going off here but then a doctor like looks at you looks at looks at like how he's dealt with all these knees and he's like okay this is what i'm gonna with your money and everybody else's money that's in the same they are all like investing in the same mutual fund so long story short you want an expert to invest your funds we are not experts a hundred percent and again people ask me and i'm like i listen to the analysts i'm just a salesperson i'm trying i'm the one it's so funny you came up with the good analogies because i literally get paid to create analogies and i can't even do that should we move? We'll, we'll definitely talk about finance more in our um, upcoming episodes, but I think in the interest of time, should we move to our deep thoughts of the week and new corner yeah, we, should. we are creating? Yeah, we should. Did you want to go first? Okay. Yeah. This is my deep thought. <laughs> deep thought. Deep is... thought. So we're like at home all the time and <laughs> You know, when you were in the office and you like had to fart and <laughs> I know Colette doesn't fart, but like if you were in the office. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pleading the fifth on this one. Yeah, she's not going to respond to me at all. So I'm, this is for everybody who's actually. Like, <laughs> so and you're, you're in the office and you have to fart and like, no, I don't think anybody doesn't fart, but you know, you're at your desk and you have to fart and you don't because there's other people around. But when you're working from home, you fart. Like you fart because you're like, who cares? No one's there. And you just put your Zoom on mute and you fart. So I'm wondering (laughs) though, if once we get back to the office, like is that what it's going to be like? People are just going to fart. I think if you're like me, you'll just, (laughs) you'll just be leaving the vicinity more often. You'll just be getting more steps in walking. (laughs) I'm hoping for like, you know, every time people sneeze, they're like, bless you. Yeah. It's like whenever people fart, I'm, I'm hope, hoping people are like, hope you got it out. You know, I hope, I hope you're good now. Like, <laughs> something like that. Like, whatever. Like, good for you, you know? Oh man. No, I'm with you. I mean, I'm in a weird situation because I don't have coworkers anymore. So I always worked out of my house and then I would go see clients and meet them like for, and I'm on the road a lot. So I'm like in my car. So, you know, the story there, but, uh, and so I don't have, but I used to work in an office and that's hilarious. Um, my grudge of the week was wait, nope. Deep thought. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Everybody. My deep thought, uh, I'm still stuck in that grudge of the week, I guess. Um, my deep thought is, you know, 
as a millennial, actually, this has nothing to do with millennials, but um, I've noticed something about my speech patterns recently. And it's that, you know, being in Florida and some people are like, you don't have an accent. What's up with that? And other people are like, wait, you kind of do. It's just a couple words. I have a accent, a half accent. Um, literally, it's bizarre. It's the most bizarre thing. Like I'll just be talking completely normal. And then I order a margarita at a Mexican restaurant or I get Parmesan <laughs> cheese on my pasta. Wait, what was it? Parmesan cheese? Parmesan cheese. The margarita is getting a little margarita. Like I, I've, I've actually turned more to, to the R, but it's like weird. Like it comes out in, in weird words and people are like, what the fuck? Like I've also noticed, um, I say caveat and people are like, what the, is she fucking British? Like, uh, cause we like caveat. Wait, I don't even know how, to, how are you supposed to say that? Caveat. I, someone else said it like caveat, a caveat. And I'm like ca- the caveat. And they're like, the caveat, like caveat. Come on. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's not cat. Maybe it's not caveat, but there's just certain words. And I think it's just because like my parents have wicked thick Boston accents and I think growing up there, obviously you have, like, you know, Andrea, your parents have wicked thick Boston accents too. And all our parents do. Everyone, I mean, we grew up in North Shore. Wicked and, thick, wicked, wicked thick. Boston, Boston. Hey, hey, get a fucking beer, kid. Oh, and then I have to, I say that multiple times a day because people, like my clients, like, say it. And like, get me a fucking beer, kid. Welcome to Boston, the fuck. So anyway, um, I realized like then even though I went to UMass like but you go on with your life you're like okay like you know maybe I shouldn't say wicked all the time or whatever and now I've got a weird speech pattern where it's like half nothing half Boston and then wicked comes out randomly and people are like this girl is bizarre I love so it that's I think you should never deep change thought. so a accent so if you think you have a accent too from wherever you're from please um dm us or email us because i'm curious I, I don't know if i'm the only one here but it's a new thing deep thought i was having this week deep thought deep thought um that's a good one i think and i have that. that too certain words i i feel like i have an accent Actually, I think the, other you day, did too. the other day when i was home my mom was like hey it's Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras beads. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Wait, also, yeah, the adding of the adding of like S's on things too. Yeah. Um, wait, also, real quick, uh, my dad, I don't know if I already said this. This is so fucking funny to me. Um, miss you guys. Uh, but when I was home over Christmas, um, my dad went to get me a coffee and he was, <laughs> I think I was like, can I get it with milk and Splenda? And then he texted me and he was like, he like forgot. And he was like, do you want sugar or Splendor? <laughs> but he spelled Splendor. it. Yeah, no. Splendor with an R, like, you know, like idea, like yeah. understandably so that you're saying it, but he t- spelt it S-B-L-E-N-D-O-R. 
I was dying. When he got back, I was like, dad, you're even writing out the accent now. Like you're writing it in written form. It was so funny. That is looking funny. Oh God. I love it. I love the Boston accent too. I actually wish I, I kept more of like, I wish I had more of it. And when I do go home, I notice I slip back into it more, but down here, it's like, you can't, I mean, you can, but it's not, people are like, I love that. That's a good one though. Half thing, half accents, half stamp. I can't say it. Accent. Haxons, Haxons. Um, should we do the inevitable? Question time. Question time. Question time on my new microphone. New microphone. Ooh, 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 ooh. We'll be singing. Okay, so question is, if you could go anywhere, post-pandemic like just any destination spot where would you go and I only have about 65 (laughs) places same um but I think I don't know I think I really want to go to Greece I always wanted to go to the Greek islands and I think it's got to happen but again I have about a million more so yeah I want to go to um Italy with my family I think I've already said this like twice on the pod and I want to go I would love to go to Greece Croatia I've had Jordan on my list since 2011 you always you're always talking about Jordan I wanted to go last I wanted to go in 2020 but there was a pandemic so I'm a lot of you had a lot of travel plans yeah we all did oh yeah Montreal for my birthday that was all canceled. Oh, I miss that place. Me too. That was so fun. Um, so yeah, any I'd like to go anywhere. I just, the thing that makes me sad is like, I'm worried that when the pandemic is over or maybe it will never really be over, but like everyone's going to wear masks. And I think that's yeah. going to be the case. It'll just be really hard to like have those like moments where you like just smile at a random person in the street and like they help you with directions like how are you going to know the good people to ask for directions (laughs) no I hear you I think it's going to last sadly longer mentally than we want it to um but I can't I can't let my mind go there but no I'm I'm with you I remember you were like I have to go you're like I'm going to Montreal on my birthday. This needs to be over by then. And I was like, I don't think it's going to be, but I'll go with you. <laughs> I'll go with you if it is. And then it definitely was not. So yeah. Goddamn shame. But anyway, dude, I feel like we killed it on time this week. Um, I'm going to spend a little time editing this and we'll, we'll ship it out to the folks. We did a lot. I feel like our, yeah. we killed it. I don't want to give us too Oops. much credit, but I feel like we did. I feel like we sound good on the mics. Good on the mics, darling. <laughs> well, I guess we'll sign off here. Um, remember, you can visit us on Instagram on you kind of had to be there. And that's it. Just you kind of had to be there. Mm-hmm. And you can email us at you kind of had to be there at gmail.com. Send us in anything, anything, and we will read it. So send us your exciting stories, trials and tribulations. We want to hear from you. Yeah. We also have a Twitter account too. We have one follower 
and I forget what the <laughs> name is, but I'll post it on our Instagram. All right. I don't have the outro ready, but um, you want to sing it, Colette? You kind of had to be there. You kind of had to be there. Why don't I get it? I should just sweat it. I am just here for the laugh. Laugh. I screwed up that line, I think. I'm sorry. No, you killed it. All right. Awesome job. I'll see you next week.